Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's edition of the Chapter by Chapter podcast for The Shadow Rising. I'm your host, Will Cowan. With me, I got my good friend and co-host, Steven. We are starting off a new week. That's right. It's me, your pal, Steve. Welcome to another episode of the Chapter by Chapter podcast. We are getting into Chapter 11. This this episode, what's this one called? What Lies Hidden. So, this is a great chapter. Actually, it's a long chapter. It kind of took the wind out of me a little bit. But it's a great chapter because it does what one of our... It's doing a thing that Steve and I both love, which is dream sequences. Look, this is some deep level spec op cia dream shit all right this is infiltration it's amazing on inception levels times five christopher nolan get the fuck out of here do you think like chris nolan read the wheel of time series and is stealing some sort of like dream stuff or or stole some dream stuff from this series to put in into inception no no i don't think so either (laughs) <laughs> no, I, I, as much as I would like to, it's already, this is already like four books, four or five books up to this point, right? And mm-hmm. I mean, there's been a little Talahran Hryoid, right? The dreamland. Talahran Hryoid? That's like a cream. Hryoid. You know, it sounds um, like a cream you put on red areas on your skin. I got to get my prescription filled. Yeah. <laughs> refilled. I need to get a refilled too much Talahran Hryoid all over my roids. I bathe in it. <laughs> uh, but we've had a bit of the dream sequence before but they don't launch right into it i don't know honestly christopher nolan get the fuck out of here get out get out no they they, they they there's a little bit of like preamble about the dream sequences we got Egwene, and she's sitting around with her friends elaine and nynaeve then yavienda is there too sharpening knives you know what i yield mm-hmm, mm-hmm, do mm-hmm. you know i Looking i think great. i think i think that i've like the i they just constantly are just sharpening things I don't think they have a much going on. I uh, yeah, I you'll have to be sharpening things because sharpening things, mm, it get you know it gets you it covers a lot of bases, right? No one's gonna ask you for help, right? Because you're already doing something, right? But you're also <laughs> you're looking intimidating. You're showing a skill set, right? What's a sh- there's a couple skill sets, right? It's like I can sharpen a knife, right? Implying I can also use this knife in many different ways. I can kill a man. Yeah. I can also yeah. fillet a steak for you. You know, either way, delicious, great stuff. What do you want to cook? Great stuff. Well, I mean, like, I think that's just kind of like the, the, I think every world of work has that, has that little menial task that you just kind of like default to to make it look like you're busy. You know? It's like when I used to work in retail and I would walk around the store holding a clipboard and tapping it with a pencil and no one would ask that's me a great move. to help them with anything. And then if great someone move. got close yeah. to me, I would stop. You lift the hand up holding the pencil and you start pointing the things and talking and just like <laughs> yeah. mumbling to yourself. I keep pointing. <laughs> Look back down at the clipboard. Look back up. Point again, right? It's the same. Mention sort of a couple thing. numbers while you're while you're pointing and mumbling. Say like look, I don't know. Say sixty-two. Seventy. Look, retail workers are the IEL of the real world. I'm here to tell you. <laughs> you know, uh, as somebody that's coming from the, that's coming from the office world, there's no, it's it's getting harder and harder to find those menial tasks that makes it look like you're working because it's all like it's, it's all, all track, anyone man. is doing. They're all just bumping into each other. That's a good one. Yeah, I do a lot of bumping into people going, oh, hey, sorry, oh, did you catch the game? They're always like, yeah, they've seen every game. I've never seen a game, <laughs> so it's just not. <laughs> Depends on the game, right? There's a lot uh, of games out there. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 my go-to phrase for that is like, that's crazy, man. That's crazy. And then they go, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, LeBron did this. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Touchdown, right? And then LeBron <laughs> killed a man. 
And you're like, yeah, okay, cool. That's, I've never that, heard that's of that That's crazy, sport. man. That's crazy. She just nodding. And then before you know it, you're complicit in murder. You're wrapped up in it yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's why you got to be careful who you're talking to, man. Don't be talking about things you don't know, especially murder sports or any sports. <laughs> Let's get back to the dreams, all right? Elaine turns into a bird. How about that? Egwene. That's Well, you I mean, like, like okay, so let me set the stage here for you because I, I, I kind of – I was I was kind of blown away by the gall of Robert Jordan in this because we just that had is... this crazy battle. You know, we we were just with Rand, and, then and he's he like, just hmm, lit "How up. can we get the clothes off of these characters quickly? Just for exactly. like maybe it can, it can just be like a second. Whoop, whoop, where'd they go? Oh, they're back. <laughs> <laughs> how do we how do we how do we go from like battle to somebody taking a nap? Let's just go. Let's take a huge left turn right at the beginning. You know, it's just like what's going on? What is this? What is this? I've said this like multiple times, but like, what's going on? No, it's not bad though. I don't think it's bad. Like, it was enjoy. It's I enjoy. No, it's no, it's it's good. This this chapter is good. I'm just I'm look. I'm riffing. All right, I'm trying this new thing. It's called comedy. Not doing good, but I'm trying. (laughs) I don't know, man. It's taking it's taking some time. (laughs) I don't know, buddy. (laughs) We're almost three years in, and uh, you know, my I'm not sharp. I'm not sharpening that blade fast enough. Look, you gotta be a straight man. There's only one of us in this call. It's straight. I don't know so what I mean, I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be. I, I I need to be the straight man, but like I don't like. I feel like in my soul, I don't want to be straight. You know I what you're be being is you're act, walking around acting like Mr. Peanut. You're wearing a top hat. You got a monocle <laughs> in your eye and you're holding a cane, right? But everyone sees that you're shaped like a big old peanut, and you are literally a walking peanut, and that's okay. <laughs> but let's not act like you're a professor <laughs> or some sort of monopoly man. It's fine that you're peanut so man. It's so funny to me. <laughs> I am pretty close to the peanut man. <laughs> and you know, it's tough because if you take Mr. Peanut's hat and his monocle and cane, what is he? What is he? He's just a he's just a nut, right? But he's not. He's just he's nuts. Mr. He's, he's just still nuts. Mr. Peanut. Just. <laughs> just like you. Uh, I don't know why that's so funny. That's great stuff. Um, <laughs> I do want to talk about some of Egwene's uh pre dreams that she had before going going into this dream world because she was she she it's mentioned in this chapter that she's been having some weird dreams of the last little bit and one of Hello. them was just... <laughs> oh 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 thank God weird <laughs> dreams you might say hmm okay we've got an expert on on the call here perfect Mister Mister David Lynch is joining us to talk about hey, David Lynch today. He's uh he's a, he's quite the master at the dream sequence. He knows what he's doing. Uh, hey, t- Mr. Mr. Lynch, before we go any further, can you describe to me what makes a good dream? Today's weather is thirteen degrees in Los Angeles, and today's lucky number is five. Wow, David Lynch. That is a very modern David Lynch we are dealing with today. Um, okay, I do want to talk about this because Egwene talks about some of the dreams that she's been having before she enters the dream world, Teleranrioid, uh, later on in this chapter. And some of the dreams are very interesting. One that stuck stuck out for me Bird. was Rand being as tall as a mountain, as a yeah, kaiju. Yeah, and he's shooting three-pointers. He's playing uh, basketball. With Kobe oh, he's Bryant's there. He's, and Michael he's Jordan's there in his prime, right? He's bigger than that, man. He's Iron Giant's playing like with Godzilla. Him. Okay, Vin Iron Diesel? Giant, I can believe. I can get maybe Vin Diesel. <laughs> All these Vin guys Diesel could play basketball there. with Godzilla and the Iron Giant. I'm just saying. <laughs> I think they're in a league of their own. Allen Iverson, right? A lot of these guys were went to space and fought aliens. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> it's true enough for... By way of the Looney Tunes. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, she also is dreaming about Rand in chains and screaming yeah. about stuff. You know. Big... Fifty Shades of Rand. Fifty Shades of Rand. Uh, she also <laughs> uh, sees Aiel fighting with each other, but also not fighting with each other because they're throwing their weapons Sharpening away. knives. So, she sees well, a bunch of them sharpening knives in that dream. So it's a lot of like a lot of like bad. One of them's got a clipboard. He's walking around, just pointing. Yeah. Well, and this is all before she goes and tells Ramiori. But let's still, let's just let's just skip. Let's just go straight to tell Ramiori, because the whole point here, why she's going to tell Ramiori, is because she's trying to catch up with the Black Aja and figure out what Mazrum Times plan Thames. is. Plan. Mazrum Times plan is. So let's okay. Let's get to the point here. All right. Now she's in tell Ramiori. She's in the dream version of Tanchico. Okay. And she's seeing, so like, okay, I guess this is like a new rule to tell Ramrioid, especially if, um, if a dreamer or someone who channels enters, enters the realm is that you can touch, you can, you can make contact with people who are also dreaming, who briefly touch Teleramrioid. So you could have just like a little, you could have the touch, right? And when you're sleeping, when you're in your own dream state, you could touch Teleramrioid and, uh, depending on what's going on in there, you could actually interact with real people. And there might be even a chance that you die. Like, just die in your sleep. Because if you die in Telerambrioid, you die in real life. Die it's like in the Matrix. Real life. Ah! And while she's walking around here, she's very concerned about the Black Azure showing up because they also can touch Telerambrioid. I think they've got their own Terangriol. Walk around that shit. Black Azure could just appear as out of thin air in the form of a sword and cut you in half. And stab you. I mean, maybe. Just I wouldn't rule that out at this point. They could make a sword just like get up and be like, hello, my name is Swordy Sword Sword. And you're like, oh, that's kind of cool. And then it's like, I'm going to kill you. And all of a sudden, he's chopping at your bits. And this is what's happening, right? The this Jack of happening. Spades gets out of the card. And then he's like, honestly, I uh, I just have this clipboard and I just point at things. I, I don't want anything to do with this. <laughs> I don't know how I got here. Which makes me think, like, is Teleranrioid, like, now that you've said that, like, do, do you think the bubbles of evil that Emma Rain was talking about a couple out a couple chapters ago? Do you think that's actually like Teleranrioid, like coming to the future or coming to the not the future, but like the 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 physical world? I yeah, do. I do. Because like like it can't just be like I, I, the way that it might make sense in terms of magic in the system that we know. Like it could be like a dark one's channeling the presence of Teleranrioid to fuck with reality in in the real world. Yeah, it could be. It could be so many things. So at this point, it's like there's a there's an explanation for literally anything. Again, we it, have like yeah. people jumping out of playing cards and running around, and it, so really, we have like nine different alternate worlds, and there could just be another world seeping through. You no, know I. You know what I do like about this? Another chapter, dark though? one. What? What do you it's, like? Uh, it's when Egwene decides to give up on walking, and she's like, "I'm going to fly now." I'm going to start somebody riding my around. bike more. I'm going to start biking this year. Every day I'm going to bike to and from work. I'm going to sell my car. I don't need it anymore. <laughs> she sells her car and then she bikes like once and it's like, I honestly hate this. I'm just going to take Ubers. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone treats you bit... horribly when you start riding a bike. Everyone hates you. Yeah, People it's try to good. run you off the road. Even if you're in a dream state. Especially if you you're know? in a dream state. <laughs> if you're in a dream state, you should not be riding around on a bike. Don't dream road. and drive, everybody. No dreaming and driving. Let's talk about this. This is a, this is a big part of the chapter here, and one of the last things in the chapter to talk about, if not the last. 
Egwene runs into a new character. We are introduced to her. She's a uh, eel and her name is Amos. And the way that they're introduced to each other is they start taking off each other's clothes, like using like thought dream powers. They well, just imagine the, the other person but, naked. But isn't it the thing is that, well, you got, you know, you got to see the goods. It's like, you got to check out who you're dealing with. It's like when a dog sniffs another dog, right? Right in the butt. <laughs> this is the same sort of thing, but the dream version. Because right. it is all your own version, right? It is. So it's like clothes are what you want or what you think your clothes are going to be and what you choose for them to be. So it's just because it's all your dream. So it's all sort of you, you can manipulate it. who you choose to be. Iron Giant. Oh, shit. Bring that back. And around. even with your clothes, right? If you're like, I want to be a pirate. Like I would definitely be dressed like a pirate in all, all my dreams probably. Or maybe all sometimes like a Terminator, right? Or like all sorts of things. Maybe I could be Darth Vader one time. But, you know, Egwene's just sort of like. Mortal Kombat. Scorpion, yeah, I'd be reptile too. Be a lizard. That's a good one. I'd just like every night I'd be someone new. Yeah, but the thing that throws a wrench in the whole system is that you can just imagine what other people will look like. Like, so the whole system of Telerandroid is kind Man, of like, it's literally what fucking kids, people now playing Fortnite are dealing with. Because everyone's oh my just God, like, yeah. like a zillion different characters. It's like Goku's there, and fucking like all the Avengers have showed up, and some Star Wars characters are hanging out, right? The Emperor yep. and Thanos are like commanding a game mode that you're in for some reason, and we're currently Spider-Man, working on a deal. It's you know right now to get it's us a lot. into. We're we, soon we'll be on Fortnite. We'll have our. I don't know if it shows. I've never really played pick, that game, but that's what I understand pick, is happening. Pickaxes. We should oh, yeah, shame. You can put me in Fortnite and shoot me. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> People are like, "Who is this?" Just crashes the popularity of the game. Everyone stops playing. But yeah, like it, it, what happens here is like. Robert Jordan establishes that when you're in Teleranroid, even the most like idle thoughts can change your entire reality around you while you're in there. Idle hands do the devil's work. <laughs> yeah. Like if Basil you just Mon? think like, man, it'd be nice to go to Disneyland. And then boom, you're in Disneyland. Oh, you better keep your hands busy or otherwise you're going to commit a felony. Oh, yeah. Take, man. This, <laughs> take this clipboard. <laughs> This entirely not evil <laughs> clipboard look busy. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so you have just genocided an entire village. Ha! Ah, uh-huh. Hilarious. You uh-huh. thought it was a clip. You thought it was a clipboard? It wasn't. It was a it clever ruse. Arms. <laughs> nuclear uh-huh. arms. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! <laughs> bubbles of evil. I am <laughs> the master of the bubbles of evil. Oh man, it's oh, too much man. Taco Bell. You get those bubbles of evil. <laughs> um, Amos is a cool character, though. We're probably so like so. What happens here essentially is that Egwene, their original goal is to look for the Black Asia and look for Majram Tame in Tanchico. But by the end of this chapter, it looks like Egwene has met a new person named Amos, who is a wise one of the Aiel from a different group of Aiel altogether that is somewhere far away from where she is. And I guarantee you, by the time she wakes up, she's going to be like. We're gonna. We gotta go find her. Yeah, I know there's all, all right. these like bad guys and stuff like that, and we have a mission from the White Tower to go. But wait, this old lady. There's something up with her. I saw her naked. Mm-hmm. She saw me naked. We got. We have to have. We've bonded now, and we gotta find her. We gotta find her. There's no way around this. Um, and that's everything that I want to talk about. That's everything. That's everything. That's everything. It was a fun chapter. It was a. It was all over the place. Um, f- fun little dream romp. Well, that brings us to the end of our. Little journey through Teleranrioid, having fun in the dreamland once again. Thank you for listening to another episode. 
Uh, send us emails at chapter by chapter podcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you have any corrections you would like to you'd like us to address, any uh, anything at all that you'd like to involve in the show, send us a message. Chapter by chapter podcast on the social medias. And we will be back tomorrow for chapter 12. Tanchigo or the tower. Hello, everybody. It is your friend Will here. Gonna give you a quick shout out for our four main Gouda Grandmasters. We got Big Cheese Daddy. We got Hilder. We got Nick Corn, And we got Degree for Women. Thank you guys for everything you do for supporting us on the Patreon. Speaking of Patreon, we got a very special one for all you hot boys and gamer girls that are playing Tears of the Kingdom this past weekend. Uh, Steve and I have both played the game. Uh, we've got opinions. Uh, most of them are very positive. I don't know. I, Steve might have something negative. I'm not sure yet. But if you guys want to check that out, head over to the Patreon. The link is in their description. Pick a tier and listen to us talk about Zelda. Zelda!